With a country divided, the republic at risk, and morality being redefined, it's time to gather around the campfire, get back to basics, and spark the revival that this country so desperately needs. This is the American Campfire Revival with Kirk Cameron. We've uh, been looking into this subject of who is the ruler of this world? Is Satan really in control or is God uh, actually the ultimate sovereign? Satan, after all, is not um, uh, uh, an, an eternal self-existent being like God is. He's not the opposite of God. Satan, uh, the devil, was a creation that uh, went rogue and went bad. And so uh, this is a great subject for us to wrestle through. And, and think of the consequences of what we actually believe. So we talked about last night, if, if God is the ruler of this world, then there are consequences that come with that. If Satan is, is the ruler of this world, then that has consequences too. And I want to lay those consequences out for you this evening. I think you're going to find this really fascinating. So check this out. If you see Satan as the ruler of this world, then... Here's some of the consequences. Your commission on earth is just to concentrate on saving souls from this evil world. Uh, think about that. If, if Satan is ruling the world, then it follows that your, your, your job is simply to rescue souls out of this, this evil world. There's nothing worth saving here in this evil world that because it's run by Satan, this is his place. And so we're just trying to get people out of here to heaven. However, if God is the ruler of this world, then it's very different. Then your commission, it really is a co-mission. You are working together with God to heavenize the earth and build godly nations through sharing the message of the gospel and discipleship. You see how different that is? If God is the ruler of this world, then we are working together with him to heavenize the earth by following his word in the Bible, powered by the Holy Spirit and a love for him and a love for his people, and we're going to want to build godly nations that set men and women free through sharing the message of the gospel and then teaching the people who have come to love God to obey all that Jesus has commanded us. I mean, if I want to heavenize my home, my house, it, it, it can be done. If I can cast a vision and say, guys, if we all have a heart for this, and I equip you with what you need to get the job done, and we all do our part, we can heavenize our home. Even if my home is in bad shape right now, I don't need to abandon the home and say, guys, let's just get out of here. Let's just get out of here before the roof caves in. No, not if a good leader is in charge. All right, let's keep going. If Satan is the ruler of this world, then it follows that you see godly culture as a counterculture an isolated, persecuted minority in an evil world. Well, uh, maybe you don't think that, but, but that's what logically follows. If we think Satan rules the world, then the Christian culture is, is a subculture. It's a side culture uh, that is 
is really marginalized and it's being persecuted in the context of the larger evil world. However, if you see God as the ruler of this earth, then you see godly Christian culture as leavening all areas of life, replenishing the earth, and blessing all mankind. You see, you see that the family of faith is creating a culture that is spreading across and into all areas of life. Isn't that what we get excited about when we see godly people move into positions of uh, leaders in our schools? Because they begin to heavenize the school system for our children. Isn't that what happens when we see a, a man or a, a woman come to faith in Christ and then that godly man or woman begins to heavenize their marriage and that begins to, the heavenly marriage begins to heavenize the whole home and the children benefit. And we see, because God is the ruler of this world, as the godly Christian culture is winning, not losing. It is growing, not shrinking. It is leavening all areas of life the same way that leaven leavens the whole lump of dough to put it in biblical terms, or as that tiny little mustard seed grows into the largest plant in the garden, so large that the, that the birds come and nest in its branches. The godly culture is not a subculture. It is a culture that is growing and winning and leavening the darkness, heavenizing the earth. But if you see Satan as the ruler of this world, you also uh, would likely see church activity as the primary activity and its spiritual activity. While worldly pursuits are secular and to be dealt with only as a necessity. Now, now think about that. If Satan's ruling the world, then stuff like, oh my gosh, my work, well, I mean, that's not, that's not of eternal value, you know, and, and, and like what I eat and, and, and whether or not I, 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 I exercise and take care of my body or what music I listen to or TV shows, I mean, that stuff doesn't matter. That's just all necessary stuff to get through the day and pay my bills. The stuff that's important is the, is the church activities. It's my, it's my Bible reading. It's my prayer life and the spiritual stuff that's going to last into, into heaven. But the other stuff is just kind of, it's just necessary stuff that we have to deal with because we live in this secular world. But not if God rules the world. If, if God is the ruler of this world, then it follows that all of God's world is his and every activity in life is sacred. And it's to be seen as meaningful and sacred work of God. Hey guys, it's Kirk here. Did you know that another option to traditional insurance even exists out there? I get that it may come as a surprise since we're so conditioned to think traditional insurance is our only option, but that's simply not true. My family has been using Christian healthcare ministries over the last several years, and I cannot recommend them enough to other like-minded believers looking to do things differently than what we've been told to do. CHM is the faith-based alternative to insurance. And most importantly, with CHM, we know that our money is going to help other fellow Christians when they're in need. And this is how we like to steward our dollars when it comes to healthcare. 
Are you tired of your healthcare the same old way and want to do things the better way? I highly recommend you start by checking out CHM and see if this is an option that could work for your family's healthcare. It does for ours. It's not harder, but it's different in the best way. Learn more today by visiting chministries.org forward slash Kirk Cameron. Again, that's chministries.org forward slash Kirk Cameron. My job has been appointed for me by God. And so I want to work at it with all of my heart. It's not just a necessary pursuit in order to pay my bills because through my job, I can make projects that may influence other people to come closer and find God. It may, my my wife and the things that she does is influencing marriages and families which impact eternity. Everything is important. The clothes that you wear speak of your idea of modesty and wanting to honor God in your appearance. This, the words that I speak talk about what's inside of my heart because Jesus said that it's out of the heart that the mouth speaks. What's stored up in my heart ends up spilling out my mouth, whether it's kind and gracious words that speak of my gratitude to God or they're, they're bitter and nasty, selfish, prideful words that speak of the narcissism and the pride in my heart. Everything matters. Your sleepless nights with your children are not just necessary evils. Your, 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 your tireless, endless prayers, your hard work, uh, just making it through and, and persevering in difficult times and, and having faith when, when your health is failing or finances are scarce. Those are not just necessary evils. Those are sacred attitudes and sacred work as you work out your faith and your salvation, trusting in God because your children are watching and others are watching and you are being sanctified and you are being, uh, molded more and more into the image of God, which is impacting other people and bringing glory to your Father in heaven for eternity. If God is the ruler of the world, then all of life is sacred and every activity is meaningful and spiritual. But lastly, if Satan, you see him as the ruler of this world, then transformation of this world is impossible because... Things must get worse in the earth because Satan is in control, right? Transformation, heavenizing the world would be impossible because the one in charge is the evil one. And so things are only going to get worse. But if you believe that God is the ruler of the world, like I do, then transformation is expected, not only possible, but expected if a nation is obedient to the word of God. You you, you see that difference? If God is the ruler of this earth, then transformation of a world that, that reeks of sin and darkness not only can be transformed, and heavenized, it's expected that it will be transformed and heavenized. 
if you and I as the, as the family of faith will obey the word of God, the words of God to love him with all of our heart, to love our neighbors as ourselves. I, th- I think of the Old Testament, Nehemiah and, 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 and the, the Israelites and they were rebuilding the wall. What was the expectation if every man stood at his station in that wall and he defended his small little six foot section and he built that, that breach, that break in the wall and rebuilt it and you had enough men to, to cover all of the wall, what is the expectation that the wall will be rebuilt if every man is faithful? If God is for them, who can be against them? And it is the expectation, I believe, of heaven that if you and I are wholehearted followers of the Lord and we have certainly been given all the instructions that we need in the word of God and we've been given the empowerment of The Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, the same Spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead, living inside of you and me, greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. And the expectation is there is great hope for transformation because of the power of God working in the hearts of his people. So I'm not a pessimist. I'm a realist which makes me very hopeful for the future. And this is the worldview, the view of the world that I want to pass on to my children. How about you? I don't want to tell them this idea that God has abandoned the world and just given it over to become a ghetto ruled by a devil boss and the whole thing has nothing but dark days ahead to look forward to. No, Jesus said, all authority has been given to him, both in heaven and on earth. And he has publicly triumphed over the devil, humiliating him. He has the keys to the kingdom. And his great prayer is that the kingdom of God would come and the will of God would be done on earth as it is in heaven. And you and I are his agents of transformation. That's what the American Campfire Revival is all about. And I'm so thankful that we're here together. Talk about it with your kids. Talk about it with your family. Line everything up with the word of God. That's the plumb line for truth. Uh, and, and if we all do that, we have nothing to fear. Because the kingdom is growing, not shrinking. It's winning not losing. And the kingdom of darkness is the subculture ghetto now that Jesus is on the throne. And the kingdom of darkness, what's left of it, is on its way out. God bless you guys. Thank you for listening to the American Campfire Revival Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. If you'd like to learn more and join the movement, visit KirkCameron.com.